That was Elizabeth Hepburn with Children of Light. Welcome to Let's Find Out. The focus of this program is to have our hearts open to a universal, united, kind, loving, and forgiving planet. We've entered into a new decade and a new energy form, the transformational 20s. Let's all begin to strengthen the new energies on the planet, strengthen your intuition, and strive to live a peaceful existence, free from fear. What strategies, prayers, meditations, and exercise can you use to tap into the higher realms and receive messages from your departed loved ones, creating a higher vibration of living? When we are upset and confused, where can we find the answers? How can we know which path to take? The answers are here on Let's Find Out, with our spiritually focused format and guests. Each episode includes Elizabeth Joyce's weekly stargazing report, a guided healing meditation, as well as Ascension music by Richard Schulman. The purpose of every broadcast is to raise your personal vibration. Now it's time for tonight's program, Let's Find Out, with Elizabeth Joyce. Hello, this is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. And how is everybody doing tonight? We're going to talk about the full moon, the June 22 summer solstice, and the summer months. We also have a new moon coming at the end of the month. The Cancer solstice is a very important part of the second half of June. We have some very hard aspects forming at the summer solstice, and it's coming up on Tuesday, the 21st. We have an action-oriented T-square in cardinal signs. Now, the cardinal signs are the most difficult energy on the planet. And if you include the asteroids, there's a grand cross-forming in cardinal signs. This energy results in bringing in a new, higher consciousness, but not without its upsets and changes. On the 27th of June, Mars conjuncts Aries. Mars is out of bounds, beyond the normal 23-degree spin. 
It's at least at 25 spinning. This energy brings in an out-of-control aspect that runs through the month of October. Remember, I have mentioned to you the uh, build-up to the crescendo. This is part of it. The third part of the building up to the crescendo just before the midterm elections in the USA. Aries, and this is spelled A-E-R-E-S. She's considered to be the sister of Mars. She is considered to be a warrior energy and, in general, is all about the individual. The key words for her are, I am, I'm here, I exist. The sense of sovereignty, independence, and focus on the single individual comes along with her energy. She is the goddess of chaos and discord and really stands up for the rights of anyone who is not in the majority, who's been excluded or has been sitting on the sidelines. This energy wants everyone to be heard, everyone to be included, everyone in society. It's almost like sticking up for the underdog. She is against any kind of inequality because everything has to include everyone. And really, from 2020, when the square of Pluto began up until now, in June of 2022, and then again in October, just before the 2022 elections, Aries is continuing to square Pluto. And this is a worldwide event. It's not just in one place. It's all over everywhere. Please remember that. So Aries is squaring Pluto, who is at 27 degrees of Capricorn, and she's at 27 degrees of Aries. Now Mars comes in, adding his forceful energy to the mix at 27 degrees of Aries. In October, Aries is an archetype, and together with Uranus, has galvanized many of the protests and demonstrations that we have seen over the past few years. Seattle, Portland, Wisconsin, Minnesota, New York City, all of these upsets have been flowed and fueled by this energy. The energy is standing up for individual rights while clashing with Pluto in Capricorn. This is about government from the top down. Rules and regulations, that has been the focus of the clash. Mars comes into exact square with Pluto on July 1st. This action energizes the Aries-Pluto square that began in 2020. Mars brings in another kick, and then it will burst into small explosions. It is a willful, impulsive energy because Mars is on the out-of-bounds, unfocused, uncontrolled spin. It's hot. It believes that Mike makes right. It brings power plays, assertion of power by force. Now, this can be in your own individual life or on the world stage, but more than likely, both. It's individual versus government that's coming up with this square. So, let's see where it falls in your chart. Where does Aries fall in your chart, and where is the sign of Aries in your chart? And where is Capricorn in your chart? What house does it fall in? Because whatever that house is, 
that will be the subject matter of your explosion. For example, the house of self, the house of money, the house of neighbors and siblings, the house of home, the house of daughters, the house of being a daredevil and taking a chance, as well as gambling, the house of creativity and what you bring for others on the planet, as well as the house of romance, your creativity, the house of work, the house of health, the house of pets, the house of partnerships, and the house of open enemies, and it goes on throughout the 12 houses. Now, this energy has been a long time in coming. It's been coming for 30 years, and it will prove to be very interesting. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. We are now going to take a break to hear our weekly cosmic tip, and I'll be back with more just after this. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com. And now it's time for your weekly cosmic tip. Hello, this is Elizabeth Joyce with your Stargazer Report, week of June 20th through June 26th, 2022. This is an empowering week filled with emotional harmony and sentimental togetherness, making it the perfect time for dealing and forging new alliances, as well as strengthening your long-standing friendships. Monday kicks off with an exciting sextile between Mercury and Jupiter, which is enhanced by the moon conjunct Neptune in loving Pisces and sextiling out of the past Pluto, electrifying Uranus and charming Venus. Friendly, heartfelt communication is off the charts. It's time to have dinner out with friends and to really make the effort to get together with your loved ones. This is also an excellent day for negotiations, networking, looking for a job, or going on interviews. This trend continues into Tuesday when the sun enters warm-hearted Cancer and the moon conjuncts Jupiter, bringing a huge dose of confidence, charisma, magnetism, and conversations that will charm almost anyone. It's also the summer solstice, so we're enhancing and joining the sun as we go into the season of summer. With Venus trying Pluto on the same day, you could meet the one. And it is a romantic partner or friend or someone who will lovingly mentor you in your new career. There's all kinds of chances out there and wonderful, beautiful energy. The summer solstice completes itself on Tuesday, June 21st. And the upcoming third quarter of 2022 asks you to balance your responsibilities with creating more fun, freedom, and movement. There is help in releasing old values and releasing the people or activities in your life that reflect these outdated thoughts. Expected to be quite a juggling act between fun and responsibilities on both sides of you. On Wednesday, Venus moves into Gemini until July 17th. In the worldly perspective, this is good for exploring new ideas to make money. It is a flirty energy in romance, which is good for meeting new people, but not so good for making commitments right now. Remember, the focus is on stability and increasing your earnings, especially with the way the world has been these past couple of months. 
In astrology, Venus is very powerful in Gemini. When you are operating from a spiritual service level, then you can bring healing and greater beauty through opening yourself up to the higher values. Call on Master Hilarion and Archangel Raphael for strength and visible guidance. If you don't know much about either of those two guides, you can Google them. This energy enhanced by the moon's conjunction with Mars while sextiling Saturn. It's time to take action in order to ensure lasting happiness. You have to do something, whether it's drive to the next state to meet somebody for an interview or pick up the phone and decide that you're going to absolutely start interviewing or meeting new people in some way. The moon's conjunction with Uranus on Friday is just in time for happy hour, so make arrangements for evening festivities instead of heading home immediately after work. This week is bursting with romance and good cheer, and is also bursting with opportunities for you to absolutely enter into a time where you're going to fulfill your deepest dreams. Between Thursday and early Saturday, accomplish tangible tasks so that you can point to and say, I accomplished something this week and this is what it is. The moon in Taurus likes to see physical results. A dreamy affection Saturday is in store thanks to the moon's trine with Pluto while sextiling Neptune. With the lunar square to Saturn, however, you will be in no mood for chores or errands. So, Put these off for another day and dedicate yourself to pure enjoyment. Saturday evening's energy is very talkative as the moon moves into Gemini. Sunday supports quick conversations and tasks under a quick Gemini moon. Even though we're in the season of cancer, it would be very difficult to go into deep research projects under this highly changeable Gemini moon energy. This day is perfect for a daytime date thanks to an extremely lovely conjunction of the Moon and Venus and in harmony with Jupiter. A thrilling, lavish amount of uplifting, romantic social energy abounds the whole week as long as you take the initiative to tap into it. So jump in and maintain this wonderful level of energy. The vibration is simply heartwarming and fabulous. Enjoy. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Visions of Reality. The website is new-visions.com. If you'd like to make a call to ask a question or book some time with me, the 24-hour answering service is 201-934-8986. Thank you for listening. Happy summer solstice. Really enjoy yourself this summer, and I'll see you next week. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. And now it's time to get back to tonight's program with Elizabeth Joyce. This is Elizabeth Joyce, and we're back with tonight's lesson. We're talking about the summer solstice, some of the dark energy that's appearing in the heavens, how it will affect all of us, and tips on how to stay centered and try not to be involved. This is something we have to go through in order to get to the end which is a new world with a lot of love, caring, fairness, honesty, trust, and caring. It's going to take a while, 
but it's on its way. So the new moon is at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time and 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time on June 27th. See where that degree falls in your chart. And if this confuses you, you can call my answering service at 201-934-8986 and order your half-hour reading, and I will cast your chart for you and guide you through what's coming. This is where you set a condition about your desires concerning the subject matter of the chart and begin generating positive energies to help the explosive energies that will be directed and you want them directed in a positive manner for you and all concerned, all your loved ones around you. So it is best to know what house this action is happening in, in your astrological chart, and then to begin early to take steps to cast your chart and to begin positive affirmations and vibrations so that you can change the energies into a positive flow. It works. It's wonderful. You will really be feeling this energy the entire last week of June. On the new moon of June 27th, along for the ride, is the black moon Lilith. Now Lilith represents the dragon's tail, venom, poison, darker than murky truth comes out. I mentioned her last week, and she's up for review because she's going to be with us this summer, and it's no fun. Most people will deny or want to hide from this truth. As I mentioned last week, Black Moon Lilith stays in the energies for nine months. That's our time of gestation to have children as well. And she rules children and she rules pregnancy. And this represents, in the sign of cancer, babies, motherhood, your children, how you treat them, abortions, etc. She's represented by Kali in the Indian philosophy, with the eight arms, pulling out deeply hidden evil and ugly hidden matters. Truths that others thought were buried. Truths that people may have committed years ago and don't want anybody to know about and never thought they'd come out into the open. It's certainly interesting to see how this is going to come out strongly all over the world. It's not just here. Of course, with Roe versus Wade, it's already begun to come out in this country. So let's do some what-ifs. What if you heard some things that you just couldn't believe, that you just don't think are true at all, and they prove to be true, but you begin to hear them? Are you going to deny them, or are you going to be open and say, well, perhaps that's true, and if it is true, how would I feel? Would that change my perception, my judgments, my, my intuition? Will we do the right thing and force the appropriate punishment towards the people who have committed these crimes? So far, we have not done it. We've done it with the lower people, but we haven't done it with the people that are running the top. The power of the tail of the scorpion is very hurtful, very strong. It really stings. With Roe versus Wade, the final decision of the Supreme Court, 
has to take place by June 28th. Look at this timing. As I always say, astrology never lies. Jeffrey Epstein's crimes are being held under wraps. And Julian Assange of WikiLeaks has been approved to be extradited back to the United States. The January 6th committee has to set up a few more committees to take a look into these matters. The deep swamp is draining out. Laws are definitely one-sided and have been for a long time. And anything that threatens the big guy is immediately squashed. This is Pluto's job to get in, to bring these things up to the surface to examine and to straighten it out. Nothing much will be able to be hidden from the public too much longer. Did you know that seven staff members were detained for being in the Capitol after hours on January 6th? They're from CBS and Stephen Colbert. So here's a question. Will they have to spend 18 months in solitary confinement with no trial, as all the others have had to do? Seems to me the poor gets prosecuted and the rich get a hand slap while the justice turns their heads away. Again, the tail of the scorpion is going to be balancing that out. And then, whatever happened to Hillary and her lies about the Russian collusion? And what about Hunter Biden's laptop? Remember, I said, if these things are true, how would you feel? We're doing what-ifs here. Lilith, the dark moon, is affecting the United States chart in Cancer because the USA has a Sagittarian ascendant, making this new moon fall into the eighth house of the country's chart, the house of sex, death, taxes, and other people's money. All of these issues are extremely emotional on all sides, especially Roe versus Wade. As I have mentioned, the energies of both Eros and Lilith are wild, instinctive, and absolutely uncompromising. They will not compromise. They will fight to the end for their principles. They love and respect natural law, but not man-made laws. This is going to be an interesting time and perhaps quite difficult for a lot of people. In the meantime, Jupiter is squaring the new moon. Jupiter is in Aries and represents expansion. The expansion will be that which represents the sign of cancer. Motherhood, sympathetic, empathetic, wanting to protect those we love. Think of the shell of the crab, and that's the symbol for cancer. The shell of the crab can be very hard, but the energy has great sensitivity and femininity underneath the shell. We're going to also see a lot of yang energy, Pluto, Mars. There will be a lot of drama going on, so much so. It will be difficult for many of us. Neptune, which has been retrograde, becomes direct on that very day, June 27th. That which has been covered up with illusion and lies is unveiled or set free. Neptune is in Pisces, and as it turns direct, it wants greater spirituality, wanting to live a spiritual life, to get rid of the demons, to live in a higher vibration. Perhaps you'll want to live in a spiritual community, 
But I'll tell you something. Having a daily connection with the divine and a connection with oneness and a connection with source is what will get you through. We are blending with something much higher, merging with source, and this brings us vitality, health, centeredness, abundance, fulfillment, joy, and a deep sense of love. But the lower vibration, well, that's much different. That brings chaos, confusion, viruses, drugs, feelings of lack, diseases, toxicity, water problems, because, of course, this is the sign of cancer is a water sign, or contaminated and lack of water, stealing, secrets, sexual abuse, deception, things not being as they seem. Saying things are one way, but they're really another. Cover-ups are what people in high places do, along with the media and government. They don't want you to see it. A lot is going on. This is a very different kind of energy than the typical yang energy. So we're going to be in for a ride. I explained last week that we had a three-week rest coming until another disaster. Uranus, Mars, and the North Node. The karma is the North Node. And they're going to come together on August 1st. The energy begins the third week in July, around the 17th. And that's when the energy begins to come in, this dark energy. I will talk more about this in the coming weeks and try to keep you up to date. But this energy is erratic, explosive, and forceful. There will be all kinds of drama about cyber currencies, the internet, digital currencies, and there will be a massive wave of truth and awakening. It will be massive. You won't believe what you're hearing. You just won't believe that all this has been going on. And it's time for it to be exposed. And it's good for it to be exposed. Because only when you see it can you heal it. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. We're going to go into our half-hour break, and I will continue after this. Now more than ever, you need Elizabeth Joyce's Sanitizing Healing Spray. It clears and cleans viruses and germs, and it helps to prevent spreading those viruses and germs. Elizabeth's Sanitizing Healing Spray contains frankincense and sandalwood. You spray it as generously and as often as you need. You can order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. Elizabeth Joyce's Elixir Tea is really a healing tea. It's blended according to Ayurvedic principles and the chanting of Sanskrit mantras. So it assures a deep cellular healing, relief that flows from within. So drink Elizabeth's Healing Tea before you meditate. Order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. You're listening to Let's Find Out on BBSRadio.com, Station 1. If Internet Radio has a name, it's BBS Radio, the number one live Internet talk radio on the planet. It's Let's Find Out. 
and honored guests come every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you'd like to call in and ask a question, dial toll-free, 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888-627-6008. If you're just tuning in and would like to hear this show in its entirety tomorrow, you can download it at the archive link at bbsradio.com forward slash let's find out. Remember, If it's not mainstream, it's on BBS Radio. So now, let's find out with host Elizabeth Joyce. Sing, sing a song, sing out. Sing out strong Sing of good things, not bad Sing of happy, not sad Sing, sing a song Make it simple
This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. And we just listened to a beautiful song by Karen Carpenter called Sing. Of course, if we do sing, it does raise our vibration. So I thought I'd help you along there. I love that song. It's really pretty. Now we're going to continue with part three of tonight's teaching. We're talking about the summer solstice and the time coming after that in 2022. The North Node is our collective future destiny, where we are headed. More digital technology. Uranus is about the invisible electric waves, the higher mind, our galactic neighbors, and this energy will be really jumping and will push us forward into universal consciousness. That's what we're on our way to. We are going to finally find that there are other worlds and other lives to learn about. I think that's very exciting. We need to become higher consciousness beings. This journey has some exciting, surprising, unknown, and fast aspects to it. We are going to be moving by leaps and bounds, quantum jumping into the higher mind this year through 2023. And it is so, so exciting. Yes, there will be some stuff tough to navigate, for sure. However, if we stay on our eagle's perch, we will be in a very good position to deal with everything. This is what's coming, astrologically, in the next two months. And we haven't even mentioned the weather. This is the year of exact for the USA Pluto return. First conjunction was in February. The next conjunction is July. And the very last conjunction is December. And it's a play in three acts. Usually the first impact is the strongest. So think back to February in your life and try to find out And remember, what was affecting you at that time? The second is a review of the first, and the third is a conclusion. When transiting Pluto is in Capricorn and joins natal Pluto in Capricorn, the question it asks is, did we get it right? What needs to change in our original concept of our foundation? the United States of America, the Constitution. What have we gained? What have we lost? Then the energies come in and make the correction for us. They have us review that which we have decided upon to see if we still want to keep it as it is, expand it, have it grow, or eliminate it. Because Pluto sits in the second house of the USA chart, which is the house of money, values, sharing, it can create a spiritual transformation because it's the house of values. The changes that are coming will be this. Financial, political, constitutional, geographic changes. There are states that could recede and the weather could cause land changes, values, standards, or our world power, 
And what is it going forward? What do we want to do? What will happen regarding Black Lives Matter and Juneteenth? I do want to make a statement here. We have a lot of holidays during the year. We have Christmas. We have Hanukkah. We have Ramadan. We have Martin Luther King Day. We have St. Patrick's Day. There is no reason why we can't have the 4th of July, which is coming up. That celebrates the signing of our Constitution and the beginning of our country, as well as Juneteenth, which is today, as a matter of fact, which signifies the freedom of slavery in this country. Both holidays are valid. Both holidays carry a treasured memory and both holidays should be celebrated. So why should one say, eliminate one and just have the other? We don't need to do that. We can celebrate both, and both can have deep meanings for many, many people. The Sagittarian full moon represents freedom. These are key ingredients for a radical transformation. Of course, This will all ricochet around the world. We are moving into an incredibly intense six months, perhaps a little longer than that. Best for you to stay out of it, keep to yourself, be in prayer, and visualize your personal outcome. Meditate on it, create it, plan it, and know that it will come to pass. You don't have to be dragged into the lower third dimensional world. You can rise above it. Think of Mary holding the baby Jesus while standing on the head of a dragon. She crushes the head of the dragon very easily, just standing there. Just as your vibration will destroy and kill the threats and dangers around you. This is all happening now. Focus on the astrology. It can give you so much perspective and bring in so much calmness and peace. Yes, I will do that. That's what you need to say to yourself. Let it be your mantra. I am co-creator with God. I am creating my life, my preferences, and my lifestyle. And I can do it all and help my community as well. I'm helping my community, my family, and people in need. Those that are drawn to me, those that come into my life, I can help people in need. Can you do this? Absolutely. Keep your vibration high so that you can be of service to others. Remember, when you neglect yourself and you let that vibration drop, you're not really helping anybody, and you're hurting yourself as well. Create, create, create. Do something every single day to help someone else, and to help the earth as well. Even if you just send white light energy and love, even if you just send distant healing and thoughtful prayers of love, all of it will register. Sing to the earth, like Karen was saying. Sing to the earth. Go out and hug a tree. Walk outside. 
and thank your garden for growing every day. Be happy. Let your bare feet go through the grass. Appreciate the way the ocean waves come to the shore. Appreciate the rain. Appreciate the green grass and green trees. And appreciate the desert and the beautiful views of the West and Midwest. Sing to the earth. Make a special song to the earth. What do you want to sing to the earth? How about It's a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Satchmo laughed all the way through that beautiful song. That's one of the reasons why I liked it by his rendition. Let's give thanks to a wonderful world. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. We've come to the end of tonight's program, and it's time to get ready for the meditation. I will be back with more information this next week. And please, send prayers out to Frank St. James. He's been in rehab, and he's been going through a lot physically, and I'm sure he would appreciate any kind of love and thoughts you could send his way. I'll keep you in touch with him as well. It's been wonderful speaking with you tonight. Enjoy the summer solstice this week. Have fun. Get out in nature. Be with your family and friends. And know that inside you're growing every day. I'll see you next week. Take care and good night. What's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only illusions. And rainbows have nothing to hide. So we've been told, and some choose to believe it. I know they're wrong. Someday we'll find it The rainbow connection The lovers, the dreamers and me Who said that wishes Would be heard and answered When wished on Lovers, the dreamers, and me.
across the young sailors The voice might be one and the same I've heard it too many times to ignore it It's something that I'm supposed to be Someday And now it's time for the Let's Find Out Meditation. Please sit with both feet flat on the floor, spine straight, close your eyes. Take some deep breaths and begin to relax. Feel the light pouring into your crown chakra throughout your body. God is the foundation of health, prosperity, wisdom, and eternal joy. We make our life filled and complete when we have daily contact with God. Take the time. Give your attention to the almighty power that is giving you life, strength, and wisdom. Pray that unceasing truth flow into your mind, unceasing strength flow into your body, unceasing joy fill your soul. Take a deep breath. Feel the Shakti energy filling you up with light. Feel your inner self tingling and receiving this light and thrilling at the freedom and joy it brings. Feel this light flowing through your entire being. 
become one with the spiritual energies of your blessed higher self. Join your body with your universal body. Feel it. Join with it. Meld into it. And become the light being that you are. Take a deep breath. Know your strength. Know your path. And walk it as a son or daughter of God. Thank you.